I want to start the show by saying thank you to everybody who's listening and just remind you to go vote for us for best local podcast in Kansas City Magazine. So head over to Kansas City Magazine's website uh, and look for us to vote for us for best local podcast. Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is June 15th, Skype episode. I'm in the middle of back-to-back wedding weeks. Here we go. Back-to-back weddings. My fiance's sister just got married yesterday, so I'm hanging. I'm hanging hard. And then we've got our little sister's wedding coming up on Saturday, so... Hell yes. Wedding season is here. Wedding season is back to normal. It's freaking awesome. I'm yeah. so pumped. Yeah. Yeah. How is the, how are you feeling this morning, Kev? Feeling a little rough the Sunday, uh, the Sunday wedding, you know, post COVID, I know a lot of people had to reschedule to a Sunday wedding, but mm-hmm. didn't, didn't help you on a Monday morning. Did it? Did not, did not. So I think this year we're probably going to see a lot of Friday weddings, a lot of Sunday weddings out there. So just take Monday off. That's what I did. Just take Monday off. Don't be a hero. I know you think, oh, maybe I'll just work from home. No, don't be a hero. Take Sunday off. Take Monday off if you've got the Sunday wedding, and just recover. Recover. Yeah. Uh, this. So, yeah. I, I was. I was hanging. This. This upcoming weekend. Shout out our, our little sister Kelsey and T Bone, who who she's marrying. Um. So the last thing I did before COVID was a wedding. I went to a wedding, it was like March 17th or something like that. And then the whole city shut down on the following Monday, like the 19th or whatever it was. And now the big thing coming out, uh, another wedding, stoked uh, stoked to have a normal wedding. Can't wait uh, to, to celebrate that. And yeah, stoked, stoked beyond belief. I know, I'm pumped. It'll be a classic, beautiful Kansas City wedding. Hopefully we get some nice hot gonna weather Gonna sweat my butt off. We're gonna sweat. We're gonna sweat. There's yeah. no no way around that. So, uh, but that's that's a Kansas City wedding in the summer. So, can't just wait. Kansas City weddings definitely back. Just your your entire tux, the the coat. Look, good thing it's black. Mm-hmm. You know, black tux because you won't be able to see the coat, the tux coat being soaked in in sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when you take that off, you're just gonna wring out that tux shirt. Yeah, wet, It'll, wet. But, It'll uh, be a good test too. If like, I've always kind of believed that if you drink uh, Quirks or Mick Ultras and it's over ninety degrees, like you can't get tipsy, you know. So we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, because you just sweat out that sweat, sweat it, it all so out. Fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll 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 put it to the test. Uh, I was testing my immunity to old fashions um, <laughs> last night. Not immune. Not immune at all. But the research had to be done. So um, wedding week is here and in full swing. It's great to have weddings back in Kansas City. So, and we get uh, to more wedding stuff because our mixed plate is yes. is just wedding tips and, and, and good moves to pull at a wedding. Good good mm-hmm. wedding good wedding moves. Yeah, how to be a good guest at a wedding. We've got exactly. you covered. We've exactly. got you covered as wedding season comes up. We're going to teach you how to be a good wedding guest. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about our Kansas City Royals. 
Uh, I think today, mm. probably uh, the biggest news coming out was uh, Andrew uh, Benintendi going on the 10-day IL. He's got a hairline fracture in his rib that he <sighs> aggravated throwing a ball in Oakland. So here's 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 my positive spins on it first. Uh, one, uh, we get to see Olivares come back up, give him a chance to, to maybe get some regular at-bats. I'm, I'm okay with that, see what we have in him. Uh, two, uh, Benintendi had been really struggling the last week hitting. I think he, in his last seven games, he was hitting like 190. Okay. So maybe this is this is why. Uh, because for the last month, he had been hitting like over 300, been red hot, kind of cooled off. Maybe, huh. maybe what, it was that rib. What what happened uh, the last seven days? I don't know. You you decided to mention Benatendi by name in the last podcast, Kevin. So the mm. jinx continues. We also we tried not to jinx Jackson Coar, <laughs> the new starting pitcher who we just brought up. Oh we my gosh! Definitely jinxed the crap out of him. Uh, we've lost seven of eight. Uh, st- State your line podcast stays hot and being the the worst podcast for the Kansas City Royals. Like, mm-hmm. the, we're the worst thing that could possibly be happening to the Royals at the moment. So uh, stay yeah. hot, state your line podcast. Um, lost seven of eight. Benintendi headed to the uh, IL. Jackson Kowar, two really bad starts to start his major league career. Um, so stay hot, state your line. Yeah, I know. And now I was um, trying to see about Brad Keller, friend of the show, coming back on. I don't think he's going to want any part of us. He's probably been listening and and probably knows about the curse, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I don't know if he's going to want any part of us. Maybe we need him on to to uh, shake the curse. Maybe maybe we get him to shake the curse a little bit. But yeah, yeah, not good. Let's just get uh, let's focus our efforts on getting Salvi uh, uh, to the All Star game. I guess that's where we focus our efforts now. And it's not going to take much because of the lead he has in all-star voting right now is insane. So, uh, which is, is very deserving. I was comparing him today uh, against other catchers in the American league. He is so much better than any other catcher offensively. Absolutely. It's not even close. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just kind of comparing him to the other AL catchers. I mean, he's hitting two two eighty five. That's first. He has 20 more hits than the next catcher. Uh, so, and then he has uh, the most home runs by any catcher, yeah, uh, by a pretty good margin too, uh, yeah. in the American League. So it's not even close. Probably most RBIs, without a doubt, no doubt. And then he's got the fourth most home runs in the AL, yeah, uh, right now too. So it's insane. I didn't realize how bad catchers are offensively, and we talked with this about um, about this with Alec Lewis. Catchers just don't hit anymore, and what Salvi is doing this year is so far and above what anybody else is doing uh, a a, a, as a catcher right now. It's it, it's insane. Yeah, it's great. It's great to see. So we'll put our efforts there, um, and let's just not talk about anything else with the Royals because um, we'll just jinx it, and hopefully we didn't just jinx Salvi. So. Yeah, prayers. Shit, we shouldn't have talked about him. We shouldn't have talked about him for that young. But uh, it had to be said because it's been incredible uh, what he's done. So. Yeah, lost seven of eight. The curse of state your line is still on. So we probably just shouldn't say anything else yeah. about the Royals this week. I did. Uh, I really the the A's uniforms that they wore on Sunday. Those are some of my favorite unis in sports. So yeah, that was cool. Do we know if uh, the Royals are going to get that uh, city collection? I know I haven't seen any the jerseys. Pictures. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm assuming every team is going to do that. Um, 
It's I'm excited to roast the jerseys on Twitter because it seems like they just put out the jerseys and then everyone just roasts them. So excited mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. So uh, speaking of Twitter, that can be a good transition uh, into some Le'Veon Bell tweets. Mm. Uh, hit 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 Kansas City with the uh, "I'd rather <laughs> retire than play for Andy Reid." Should Which, we have saved this for Midwest Mad, Kev? Let's just get oh, Midwest Mad right now. Yeah, let's just get Mid- Midwest Mad. I mean, just I, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about Andy Reid like that, uh, you know, from a departing player. So it, it, it fired me up, and I just was able to just get pissed off about it for a couple hours. It was good. Yeah, I got super Midwest Mad. It really just made me realize um, just how big of a loser – Le'Veon Bell is and how big of a loser like the Steelers the Steelers are just losers the Steelers are like Le'Veon Bell is a Steeler at heart like that's who he is that's who that's who raised him he's a loser and Antonio Brown is a loser and it just makes me hate them even more and it also makes me think like how many other losers existed in the in past sports that we just didn't know about because social media didn't exist and and players weren't allowed to just like speak their minds to everyone to literally all the public at any moment so whether Le'Veon Bell was who knows maybe he was tying one on maybe he was frustrated maybe he was sitting on the pot you know and couldn't get a turd out or something that'll frustrate Mm -hmm. you uh, and and he just needed to you know get some frustration out. Doesn't matter. He put it on social media, and uh, and and how many other players were losers like this? But we just didn't know. And then they benefited from not having social media because they we no one found out they were big big old losers. Yeah, he's a big, he's a big old turd. Um, and then he he doubled down on it. And then my favorite was then Tyron Matthew got to roast him. Tyron chimed in and said uh, about Le'Veon, these fellows will blame everybody for the lack of their lack of success. That's how I know I'm built different. My uh, guy, Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew. Le'Veon Bell yeah. hit him, hit him, replied again with a like a LOL, okay, um, which you lost, bro. You lost. And, and you can't yeah. – Le'Veon Bell, my favorite thing was that he was like um, – was that he said – uh, like he didn't say he did not enjoy his time in Kansas City and he was sorry, but he didn't regret what he said. So it was like, okay, well, mm-hmm. you can't just say like, I'm, that, that was a, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry without realizing it's an I'm sorry, yeah. I'm not sorry. Like just, yeah, just I, don't say anything, Le'Veon, you uh, loser. Le'Veon, yeah, it, he did not play a single down in the Super Bowl. So maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe that's maybe why. Maybe because he stinks. But I, that, that, I was, yeah. I think we can go back and check the tape. I was very against the Le'Veon Bell signing. I just, just, just wanted, just want to put that out there. Okay. Well, we'll, I will not go back and check the tape. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Um, all right. Yeah. That, that's all the, the airtime I'm going to give, give Le'Veon Bell that big old. Thanks word. Kev. Um, also we got to talk about um, our Lord and savior, Patrick Mahomes looks like, I, I don't know if he's going to be on the cover of Madden, but pictures are being leaked. Tom Brady hanging out with Patrick Mahomes on the like Madden commercial set. And then I don't know if you've seen this today. Um, Madden dropped a little teaser video of who's going to be on the cover. And it was a goat and a baby goat. So now that has me thinking, like, mm. are they really going to do the Tom Brady Mahomes goat and baby goat thing for the cover? I don't want that. And it also stay away. Peyton Hills, uh, former chief, also was in that little teaser. 
stay away. Stay away from the Madden cover. Patrick, yeah. we just need to focus on on the season this year, right? Let's if, just if it's a if 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 it's a baby goat and goat, I I'm not gonna like it. I I'm not gonna like it either. That that uh, it's kind of like, I mean, him getting alpha a little bit by Tom Brady. I would. Say I won't have it. I won't that, stand for it. So I won't like it. But it looks like that 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 really could be uh, happening uh, on the Madden cover. That's my prediction: a goat and baby goat. Maybe uh, it's. Um... Who else are some some like p- other position players that it could be? I don't know. Yeah, uh, they they might be bringing back a lot of like uh, well with Peyton Hillis in the commercial. Who knows? They could bring back other co- cover athletes. But I didn't we'll see, see any of this want... Madden talk today. I didn't see any of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, get, get online. I need get to be online, online more. That's what I need. Uh-huh. I need to be online more. That's that's what I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my screen time was down last week, so I made sure to, to spend better, a lot of time. You better bump those time. numbers back up, yeah, bud. Yeah, to get those numbers back up. Uh, all right, uh, let's move into uh, some openings and closings this week around Kansas City. Uh, this week, opening, uh, we've got Out of the Blue, a new cafe. Um, what is it? Overland Park, technically, or Leewood? Lee Hood, uh, bro. Lee Hood, uh, by the uh, owners of Maiden KC, Keith Bradley's in is uh, behind this one. Uh, so, uh, made out of the blue. Why? Why is it called that? Because it's all about the beach, dude. It, yeah, I mean, getting tropical. I love it. Getting tropical. They. Uh, I mean, not not it, tiki, but like not beach. tiki beach. beach. Like like a like a Snoop Dogg and uh, ba- what's his name? Baby Bunny, Bad Bunny. Like a Snoop Dogg and Bad Bunny commercial. Um, this is all about the beach. Instagram, get ready for this one because mm-hmm. it yeah. is. It it might be the most Instagrammable cafe in in the city. I don't know. There's palm trees. There's beach, uh, sand. There's it's beach themed, indoor palm trees, outdoor palm trees. Just get ready for a lot of Instagram juices. Vegan foods provided by Maddie Foods, which we've talked about. And we've talked about this. We talked about when they announced Out of the Blue was opening, but now it's open. I saw it all on my feed, all on the mm-hmm. gram. So uh, what, just get what ready. Do we gotta do, what do we got to do to get invited to an opening? I mean, I don't know. I got so far. Here's the uh, ones we've been invited to. Panera at night. <laughs> it's a new Panera concept. We got the invite to that. And then um, Bibby Bop also is opening a location in Lee Summit here soon, and we're getting invited to media night. So um, We got invited to the Lowe's Hotel opening. Oh, that's true. That is very true. And we get our boulevard. So, you know, influencer status is it's up there. It's up there. uh, Yeah, I mean, we decided, Kevin, we don't have enough brunch hats. We need brunch hats. Oh, yes. I forgot. I have invested in hats yet. Yeah. And we need... um, but we we need more gram. We need better gram game. Our grams are gram. Yeah, we need a better gram game, dude. Okay, I agree. Okay, so uh, we do need a better gram game. We need to start like acting the part if we want to be influencers. Ooh. We need to start acting the part more. Okay, and in higher engagement on pictures of us doing things. Okay, That's engagement goes through the roof. So okay, we need to be out doing things and taking pictures being influencers we're gonna Got change it. this flip it on his head we're gonna have you know the boyfriends of instagrams those suckers who are always taking the pictures of their uh-huh uh, you know influencer wife we're, we're we're going for 
now we need the the wives uh, of instagram Got it. they're going to be taking pictures so let me us. think so like this weekend i pruned my rose bushes i could have could have put that up uh i i watered my vegetable garden should have definitely put that up hashtag vegetable garden could have gotten a lot of influence uh and engagement there um i what else did okay. i do it cut, sounds like cut i'm gonna be uh, cut the no, lawn Sounds like I'm gonna have to be doing the influencing if that's okay. your life now. Okay. So uh, it sounds like it's gonna fall. Changed on my a bunch shoulders. of poopy diapers. Uh, yeah. Um, hung yep. out with James. That was it. Dude, Instagram's not real life. Just you know, go go sneak off to an Instagramable place. Okay. Snap a pic. There we go. Snap. Okay. All right. All I right. also took some pics of me and James at the pool for our first pool day. Um, but I'm looking very soft, so I decided not to put those on the state your line Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Do a push up. Do a push-up. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, we've got opening uh, Sinker's Lounge. Um, I could not get into the uh, Business Journal account. Okay. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Sinker's Lounge. This is the uh, Matt Basinger over at Swellspark, friend of the yeah. show. Yeah, we've talked about this, too. Again, again, mm -hmm. this is one of those things that they announced pre-COVID, and then COVID slowed construction, and and the cost of construction went up, all that good stuff. So now they have an opening date, which is looking like open by this fall. Um, mm -hmm. But Sinkers is the guys who do uh, Breakout KC and Blade and Timber. Um, we interviewed Matt Basinger of Swellspark. Um, it's an upscale mini putt course, which I don't even know like how to compute that. Like My brain can't handle like those words in that order in one sentence, like upscale <laughs> mini putt putt course. Like that's mm -hmm. the most oxymoronic phrase maybe of all time. Yeah, I know. Cause you think putt putt, you think cheap, you think like tacky decorations, you think uh, kids running around. I think Osage, obnoxious. Osage, Missouri, Lake of the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like there's a laser tag attached also to the mini golf, or or shout out the Mission Bowl mini golf, R.I.P. Mission Bowl. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, that's that that's where your head usually goes. So to have something a little swankier, uh, it's going to be the hottest date date spot in Kansas City this. Oh, morning. that's so a good point. That's a good point. Like, every single person who gets a new match on uh, Bumble or Hinge, guess what? You get a match, you're getting invited to Sinker's Lounge. Yeah. So, Ladies, fellas, just get ready for that. That's get a that's get a loyalty be, card. That's where you're going to be spending a lot of time uh, going on dates, which would probably be a sweet spot because again, yeah. a little bit of fun with the putt putt, but it's also classy. Like I, I think a lot of fellows would love to take their lady to putt putt, but um, maybe they don't want to go to Cool Crest. That's, maybe that's not the right vibe that they want to put out. You know, so when this, but you can win a, a free round on that 19th hole. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, so it's nine mini putt holes and nine tabletop golf, which I still don't know what tabletop golf is. It's like mini putt on top of the table, I guess. I don't know. We're going to have to discover. Maybe we'll get invited to the, uh, grand sneak peek opening. Hey, there we go. There we go. Uh, we'll have to take more, uh, pictures of us golfing around town. Oh, uh, I can do that. Uh, yeah, there, there, that's something you can get behind. That is what is closing to or opening uh, coming soon. Uh, closing, I don't know if I'd call this an official closing, but uh, it sounds like the owners of uh, Town Center in Leewood have declared bankruptcy. We need to have 
I think we need to have a, a bankruptcy attorney on the podcast to to describe because we talk a lot about uh, companies declaring bankruptcy, but you know mm-hmm. they don't like go out of business. I don't know what it means, and so I think it would be useful if we had a bankruptcy lawyer or something like that. Um, yeah, I agree on the pod because they're not going out of business, and it sounds like they just like you just restructure your debt. So mm-hmm. I, I mean. I don't so have- here's what here's my idea. Here's what we do first. You know, we have our LLC. So let's just start spending. Let's okay. let's invest big time in ourselves and in the pod. We file for bankruptcy, but uh, we can't afford to pay for the bankruptcy lawyer, right? So we just okay. have them on as a a guest of the show. I like this. Pick their brain about declaring bankruptcy mm-hmm. and then basically through the interview we learn how to declare bankruptcy and basically then we write off all of our debt and and now we've invested in all this cool stuff and and we're good to go love we it don't have to pay for it that sounds like a foolproof plan um I think so, so yeah this this the owners of uh town center they're called washington prime group they they own over 100 malls uh so that's a lot of uh, malls uh to own i guess in 2021 that seems like maybe you should diversify your investments a little bit i don't know jack shit about any of that but maybe diversify a little bit um but yeah i'm just i don't know malls are back people people love going out and shopping at malls if the pandemic taught us anything it's that people love malls if you tell me if you say so um but yeah where where uh i don't know where eighth graders are gonna go to to hold hands and and Mm -hmm. uh and and sneak off and talk to girls. I don't know where that's going to happen if Town Center yeah. closes. So hopefully um, this bankruptcy uh, works out in their favor. Yeah. I mean, probably like half of at least half, and I might be low. Half of uh, Johnson County teenagers have their first kiss in the AMC movie theater. Okay, so I was thinking about that, Kev, and then I was thinking about time frame, and I was like, well, that was like 2002 that that happened. <laughs> that was like going on 20 years ago that I was in eighth grade. So yeah, maybe that's not a thing anymore. I don't know. Maybe teenagers, maybe 14 year olds who were born in 2006, uh, 2007, maybe they don't go to town center anymore. Yeah, they don't uh, go watch movies. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But if you were born between 1984 and two. In 1996, you had your first kiss at AMC 20. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And maybe even, you know, your first breakup, too. Who knows? Um, you know, a place of love and heartbreak. All right, next, let's move into a little what we tried this week. Uh, all right, let's see. I uh, tried sweating my ass off uh, at softball. Uh, so Jordan Casey, Kansas City's favorite softball team, is back for the summer league now. And uh, usually I'm pumped to get a 6.30 game. That means you can get home early, play 6.30, But, damn, it was hot. It was hot, and it was my first good just, like, standing, not physically doing anything, mm-hmm. sweat of the year. Like, I think- uh, again, out there by Longview Lake, it's just it's humid. It's hot. The sun's bearing down on you. You're not even moving. You're just sitting there doing some 12-ounce curls. Just sweating my ass off. So that was my first first experience uh, like that of the year. So uh, it's it's hot. And it's I bad. think a lot of people had their first uh, their first experience where they were 
were like, hey, I need to buy new underwear because the underwear that I'm currently wearing is not moisture wicking. And um, I need to get a new round of moisture wicking underwear mm-hmm. for the summer. And I think a lot of people had that realization this week. It was a hot one. Yeah, it was hot as hell. I'm not just, and I'm not just projecting because I have, you know, cotton, cotton Hanes um, that I need the moisture wicking. Dude, if you're not wearing moisture wicking underwear 24-7, I'm just going to tell you you're doing it wrong. Get some very, like, athletic boxer briefs, and you should wear those all at all times. And thank me later. Okay. That, that's my tip for the summer. This week, I tried – what did I try? Oh, I tried um, – this is somewhere I'd wanted to try for a while. I tried Lufties – or, yeah, Lufties or Lufties. Lufties fried fish. Uh, it's like a local, uh, local chain of sorts. They mm-hmm. have – I think like the, uh, the big five or six location, sign, right? Yeah, orange sign, Lufty's mm-hmm. fried fish. Um, I tried the one out in um, in Ray Raytown. Um, I got the fish sandwich. Um, my favorite thing about it is they don't say what kind of fish it is. It's just the fish sandwich, so you don't even oh, yeah. don't even have to worry about it. Don't even mm-hmm. don't even think too much about it. Uh, but it was delicious. The again, a bu- a good bun makes a big difference. Yeah, bun was very soft very fresh and the Toasted? fish was so like melt in your mouth just like crispy on the outside but then really flaky flaky futtery buttery crust um no super flaky easy to easy to chomp um fish so delicious fish sandwich got some fries um i was running late for a meeting out there and so i had to scarf it down so i ate it in like probably two and a half minutes i, ju- I was like literally scarfing it as fast as possible uh, so I didn't take time to savor it, but it, it was very good. What do we got uh, for the side? Is this like a coleslaw on the side type of place? French you could. Fries, you could. I went puppies. with French fries. I went with French mm-hmm. fries. You could have done hush puppies or slaw. Um, I went with the fries. Again, I was in a hurry. So I, yeah. sh- I wish I would have taken a little more time. But there's a, there's a lot of locations, uh, so I would definitely give it a shot. Yeah, they have like drive throughs at a lot of locations too. I know the one in, on uh, – there's one on Main, I think, in Midtown. Uh, nope. But- that's, I don't think that's it. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. Don't listen to that part. Uh, but what do we got? Coleslaw on the sandwich? Any kind of fish? Yeah. Yeah. Sauce? So coleslaw hot on the sauce. sandwich, a sauce, like a Ooh, hot sauce, good. tartar sauce combo. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like this orange good. sauce. It was very good. Would okay. recommend. All right. I need to try that. All right. This week, uh, our guests, we've got the guys from Stripe Golf. You might have seen their hats around Kansas City. Uh, but Ross Payne and Nick Nielsen join us. Uh, for a fun conversation uh, about golf. We've got the U.S. Open coming up this weekend, so it was a good time to to chat a little bit of golf uh, and, you know, again, keep in touch with some some people in Kansas City, you know, entrepreneurs starting up businesses. Uh, so a really fun conversation here with Ross and Nick. All right, today we're joined by Ross Payne and Nick Nielsen. They're co-founders of Stripe Golf, Gil Williams, other co-founder, also couldn't be here, but shout out to Gil uh, as well. So uh, Nick, Ross, uh, Stripe Golf. Um, I always like to start with the name a little bit where we like have talked about this a lot, like the creative process and coming up with the name of a company. So how did you guys figure out Stripe Golf? Yeah, this is the the first question that we always get. So, damn it, Kevin. We were should have done we more were, research. Uh, Nick, Gill, and I were having a beer after a round, looking at everybody on the balconies hats, thinking about how how lame all these big Titleist and TaylorMade and Callaway golf hats are. 
And when I used to play, somebody I was always would play with would say that ball was striped or that's mm-hmm. striped down the middle. Mm-hmm. And so we, before we came up with stripe, we had a lot of ideas that just were not good and didn't look good on a hat. So we landed on stripe and threw golf co on it. And if you're a golfer, you know what stripe is, or you know, you know, you're familiar with the term. But if you're not a golfer, it's a cool enough word and it looks cool enough on our hats that it would attract you to them anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so was, when was the idea then? I feel like you said you had the idea of hats before you even had the name. Was that something that, you know, you wanted to get into that game just as a side hustle or, uh, cause just where did that kind of motivation come from or, or why hats? Yeah. So, I mean, last summer we, I mean, we've played a ton of golf over the past few years together, but, um, honestly, I'm not entirely sure where it came from. I think it's just kind of the, if you're, if you play golf, um, the, you know, the look good, feel good, play good type. Um, and I mean, I personally am into, not into fashion by any means, but you know, I take pride in, you know, get put together and, yeah. and matching and looking good. And, and then, so that's kind of what, uh, what sparked it for us in, in the apparel game. Um, and hats just kind of happened to be the, the direction that we, we started with and, and kind of the easy way to dip our toes in. Yeah. We we also always had jokingly talked about starting a golf related business or company. And it was high time during COVID when there wasn't a whole lot going on. And it was the perfect time. I had just recently met a guy at uh, playing golf who, has an embroidery shop in his garage, like one of those big old machines that you hook hats up to and just started talking to him. And so those, that, that was a perfect mit, a match of us having a beer and meeting that guy. And then we just kind of started plugging away and finding out how it all works. And then we just sort of fumbled our way into starting a yeah, golf company. I like that. This is where my, my idea for um, a golf company is like basically like Bumble for finding your perfect foursome on the course. Well, that's a really like good you idea. Fi- right? Like you fill out a nice little profile, maybe like what sports teams you like, where you're from, like do you like to gamble, what's your handicap, do you want to talk business, do you want to play a silent round, do you want to talk about sports? Well, that's a you really know. good idea. Because like even when you have friends around Kansas City, sometimes it's like hard getting a foursome together, For sure. even when you know a ton of people. Yeah. So like I feel like yours happened organically, but – my idea would make that happen more. Yeah, yeah. what are you going to call the app? Uh, I don't know, because the perfect foursome, that could be misleading. Yes, oh, it could. Is, that could <laughs> be very awesome, misleading oh, of man. an app, but yeah. a, a, a thought there. So, uh, But you guys, hats, and now you're kind of uh, extending that a little bit. I saw you're getting some T-shirts now lined up. Yep. So we wanted, we definitely wanted to, and we still want to expand our offerings in hats, but also, I mean, I feel like if you're going to get into, you know, apparel and accessories, and if you're going to get into hats, it's probably going to lead to some, some additional offerings. So that's kind of what's happened with the t-shirts and being that it's summer, I mean, the t-shirts that we've made are certainly not golf apparel by any means. Um, but it's a good way to kind of test the waters in apparel as well as, um, kind of bridge the gap, which is part of our brand, um, trying to bridge the gap more between golf and lifestyle. 
Um, some of our hats are more lifestyle. Other hats are more, you know, performance and you know, a, a, tr- a true golf hat. So um, ideally, the the long game for the company is trying to trying to make multiple different products and you know build an, a legit brand with all sorts of apparel. Um, so the t-shirts are are just getting us started in that. Yeah, I feel like I mean, golf apparel is just what you wear to work. Like now post COVID, like everything's a little more casual and I only wear golf shirts to work. And in the fall, I only wear like golf quarter zips to work. And so I feel like that, that definitely, um, I mean, that makes a lot of sense if you're going to, and right now you can be just a golf brand. You don't have to be a hat company. You can just be a golf brand. Um, I mean, I'm sure you know, like Travis Matthew, like that has nothing to do with, with golf clubs or gloves or balls or anything like that. And other golf brands like vice, like they started as balls and they're like a golf ball company, but because you guys are just a brand, I feel like you, you can really expand and most people just wear golf clothes. Yeah. Well, it's part of, it's part of the society that we live in. Everybody's like, Oh, the hats are sweet. Can I get one? And when are you, what are you coming out with next? Mm -hmm. They thought that when we first came out with the truckers, everybody was like, what are you coming out with next? And so the natural progression has been t-shirts and then maybe hoodies and some quarter zips and, and polos, and then maybe some accessories. But to Nick's point, the second part of that initial conversation on the patio, when we started the company is we want like gone are the days when you wear slacks and a, like button down shirt or something really formal to play golf. It's yeah, it's, it's Lululemon pants and shorts and, and you wear a trucker hat and when you're done, you flip it around backwards and you go have a beer or you go out or you go to the lake or whatever it is. So, and everybody's wearing joggers and blade collars. So we're trying to be the, the more lifestyle golf company. And we're going to try to keep that in mind when we do do, uh, you know, pullovers and, whatever we have coming next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think next step I've had this idea too. So here's another idea for you. Uh, because you wear like golf polos for so long throughout the day and they're great for tailgating too. I think we need to make them like a, a wrestling singlet. So basically like, like, and that way your shirt never comes untucked on the golf course either. So basically think, you know, that performance, nice material that t-shirt or like, I mean, Nike's become so good at that material and that Lululemon material, but just goes right into boxer briefs. <laughs> so it's, Dude. yeah, so it's like a romper for, it's like a golf romper. Yeah. Basically like a baby. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen, I've seen that on like so, barstool and it's like a picture of a guy who lays up on par fives or something. Wearing fun that, at, you know, some, wear that. and then you wear shorts <laughs> over it or like jeans over it to tailgate. So, and mm. that's, that, but I, I don't know anybody in the apparel game. So that's a, that's a free one for you, but I just think, wow. Again, that that could be your next level athleisure. <laughs> yeah, I feel like because your shirt won't come untucked. So what I'm showing the guys right now, bad radio here, but I'm showing them an infant onesie, Under Armour golf infant onesie that has a collar, buttons, and everything, but it's an infant onesie. So we make this for adults. You never come untucked. You stay, you stay tight because uh, that always annoys me on the golf course is when my shirt comes untucked or, or something like that. And so... I think it's. I think it's potential. I thought you were going somewhere totally different with the tailgate thing. I thought yeah. you were going with something that's like extra moisture wicking, and you mm. can wring it out, or I don't know. Mm. I, mean, I would want it. I would want it moisture, moisture wicking. Yeah. 
sorry. Okay. Yeah, I, would, well, I have three microphones today. I'm off. Yeah, so, okay, so another thing. Um, we didn't bring you here to just, like, give you ideas. I swear to God. <laughs> these are just coming right now. Ideas, but though. but um, I'm a visor guy, all right? And I know, like, you're, what you just described, being able to wear golf clothes outside of golf and, and blend the, the difference between the two, the visor doesn't fit that that category. But it is my belief, based off of all the evidence that I've seen on the PGA Tour, the more... Okay, he's showing me a picture of the visor. It looks like it's coming. It looks sick. It's the visor that I want. But every guy on the PGA Tour is balding. Yep. I, I'm i not saying hats cause baldness, but guys who golf and wear hats all the time, 95% of them are balding. So I'm afraid of that. So that's why I rock the visor. But I'm glad you just showed me the prototype of the visor. So... Uh, I'm glad it's the tall visor and not the short visor, like the real golf visor. So appreciate that. Um, so now I don't have a question because the question was going to be, are you coming out with a visor? It looks like you are. Yeah. So we did a sample batch of visors and um, for people with bigger heads and also that just like visors, that was a, that was a special request. Um, I think we made like six and sold them yeah. to our buddies and to, I just, we just sold the last one to a friend of mine who bought one for her grandma. Yeah. To wear by a the grandma? Pool. Grandma. By the pool, Sweet so. grandma. I mean, it's like a perfect, grandma's got style. Yeah. But visors, bucket hats, I mean, um, Travis Matthews started with kind of similar, the same truckers that we yeah. make, and now they've transi like transitioned to more of like flex fit truckers. So, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff, the cotton like dad hat. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's never ending stuff that we could make. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know that, um, I didn't know bucket hats were like back, bucket hats are back. Like, like Gen Zers are wearing bucket hats unironically. Yeah. Unironically. Did you I, guys know that? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously you're in the hat game, so you probably have seen people wearing bucket hats and like being serious about it. But like for me, all through high school and college and post-college, we wore bucket hats like as like a goofy, like look how stupid I look, but people yeah. wear them seriously now. Yeah, people do. Um, I kind of buck that trend. I'm not a bucket hat guy well because you're too old to be a bucket hat guy it's the, the next generation the guys that i see where, where those hats are caddies at really nice golf courses then it's and it's really hot like also the guy who yells you jackass at happy gilmore he <laughs> exactly. wears a bucket hat he, yeah. that's not i mean we, we don't want to close our market but that's not our demographic really i don't think uh red yeah. lobster fans fans of red lobster <laughs> <laughs> i mean my father-in-law wears it for you know sun protection so i think yeah. Yeah, you know, there is a market out there yeah. for it for sure. So speaking of like the the market that you guys have created, what what was that growth like? Like when did you sell your tenth hat and then your hundredth hat and then your your whatever the next milestone is? Like how fast did it ramp up and were you just like oh shit, uh, we have a real thing here that people like and now we've got a, a spare bedroom full of boxes? Yeah, so it's kind of hard to like remember the the beginning um because we came out with a trucker hat in one color and then it turned into three colors and then we evolved kind of how we make them and the patches and have slowly evolved our designs and come out with new uh, logos and designs but um it was pretty quick i mean we we made a batch of hats and then wore them around and i remember i played in a golf tournament wearing it and was like 
the people I played with were asking about it. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's my company <laughs> as of like 15 minutes ago. Uh, and then, you know, it, it, it did, did not feel long um, before, you know, it was time to come out with something new and, yeah. and expand. Um, so it probably went from, it probably took about a month of, you know, making the same trucker in three colors and ordering, you know, six to 12 of each to, okay. uh, to then like, oh, wow, we might actually, you know, we came out with the rope hats after the truckers and then worked on like the round patch design on our mm-hmm. truckers, which blended into some of our ropes as well. Um, and that happened in like October. So we started in like August and then over about three months was when we were like, oh, we might actually have something cooking here and, you know, created a website and, and it became more than us just selling to our golf buddies out of our trunks when we went to play golf and, and, you know, Hey, do you like it? Would you wear it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, the, the rope hat, I feel like that, I mean, that's sweet. I love the rope hat. The rope hats are cool. The rope, uh, I like the, the ropes for, they're the most golf ish hat. And I think that the big word stripe looks the coolest of any of our logos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen like a complete stranger? Um, do you run into like complete strangers wearing your hat and you're just like, or anyone that surprised you the most that you're like, Oh dude, that's my hat. That's cool. Yeah. We have some kind of crazy stories of people that have reached out to us on social media and, but I was at, uh, at Grand Falloon a couple of weekends ago and saw somebody across the bar wearing one of our golf hats, like uh-huh. a black rope hat. Um, that's very much a golf hat at, uh, at the bar with mm-hmm. buddies and friends. And I just made a beeline over to him and was like, what's up, man? That's, that's my company. We like, I hope you love the hat. And when you yeah. get it, how do you, how'd you find out about us? All that stuff. But we've had like, we've, we've Danny, uh, not Danny Mandula, uh, Danny Woodhead, Danny Woodhead mm-hmm. used to play for the Patriots and the Ravens. He found us on Instagram and we sent him some hats and Sweet. he's posted some pictures wearing the hats and some other cool people. Uh, local KC people, Jack Sock, we've sent in some hats. Um, yeah, we've some some cool yeah. people have reached out to us. Yeah, and you told us this before, but but a, a guy who might be qualifying for the U.S. Open, and maybe he, we already know at this point since this is coming out next week, and and he might. You have someone that might be playing in the U.S. Open wearing your hat, maybe potentially. Yeah, possibly. so there's a kid Carson Shockey who's been like. Uh, mini tour trying to make it um through q school and onto the corn ferry um and he he won a tournament in arizona wearing it like a few months back so we we've kept in touch with him and you know have him in a handful of our hats and then um he just shot like nine under yesterday in ohio yesterday uh in the final qualifying and won the qualifying to get into the u.s open so he is in the u.s open he was posting his official like uh you're invited to the u.s open invitation thing today um so i'm hopeful that uh i'm hopeful that he'll wear stripe hats in the u.s open and then let alone like get any sort of uh camera time uh yeah. wearing them so and then darren ravel will tweet how much brand exposure you got the dollar amount that yes yeah we'd love if, that yeah, yeah. We, we would love that if he if he if he saw the hat there that would be uh pretty phenomenal so uh us open i mean as we're recording this coming up uh do you guys feel like you have uh picked a side in the brooks kepka and uh bryson dechambeau where are you at 
I am a I'm a Brooks Kepka guy. I okay. do not like Bryson DeChambeau. I'm not here for the meathead stuff or the weights and the protein shakes. <laughs> I think he's a clown. Yeah. What about you, Nick? Uh, I would also lean towards Brooks Kepka. I don't feel that strongly about Bryson. Um, okay. I think it's. Uh, I mean, if that's what it takes to to get him to that level, then whatever. But I just think it's a cool I, I video. I also think uh, the clip of all that is hilarious. It's oh, like exactly him walking what, by in his cleats. Yeah. Exactly. Like we just need that in golf. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. And it, I mean, I don't know how much of it is for that, like, you know, popularity contest happening in the background. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and how much of it is truly, you know, they despise each other, but I like Brooks Kepka. uh, his last couple, I mean, obviously he's a phenomenal golfer, um, but his last couple final rounds in majors have been serious stinkers. So I've, I've come to, like, uh, I, I, I would, Say I'm a Brooks Kepka fan. I, I think Danny likes neither of them. Yeah, yeah I, I I don't like either of them. Like I I I actively dislike both of them. Yeah. Um. So it's it, it's fun to watch. I think they're both like uh, like like Brooks. Um, it seemed like totally phony like his reaction to Bryson walking by. Like he was like it was a work right. Like it was WWE. Like like. And then I bet he texted the guy, you know, go ahead and leak that footage of me talking shit on Bryson. <laughs> like, I think they're both like, they're one, you shouldn't get up. that upset. Brooks thinks he's a really cool guy. And Brooks thinks he's too cool for golf. And it's like, dude, you at the end of the day, you're still a professional golfer. At the end of the day, professional golfers are nerds. Like, don't think you're too good for golf. Don't think you're too cool for golf, you know, like, because you're just, you're just another golfer. We know how you grew up. You're a dork. It's okay. All (laughs) golfers. If you're a professional golfer, you're a dork. Like that's just a fact. And I play golf all the time and I love golf. So like, don't think you're too cool for school, which Brooks thinks he's too cool. And Bryson is like the ultimate nerd. And so like, but Bryson's the meathead and, and like, tries to be the nerd and so they're both annoying to me i don't like either i like the drama it's fine it's fun but i don't like either i'm closer to to that sentiment on it than than liking one of Mm -hmm. one of them over the other yeah they they both need to just like like it's pretty unrelatable because like the way with the rest of us play golf is like we have fun we drink beers and we just like relax and have a good time. And, and for both of them, it seems like th- they can't do that. Um, I always find that like beer four, I'm like peaking. Like that's my, that's my optimal golf. <laughs> what, like, what do you guys see? Like a, okay, up until a certain beer, I'm getting better. And then, and then it, there's a downfall. Do you have a, a perfect peak beer when you're starting to play better? Um, I would say I, drink more beer on the course than ross does um i i mean two to three is probably like peak you know mm-hmm. swing oil full yeah fully loose Relax. just uh after that i mean it's a it's a complete wild card depends on depends on the day and what what i've eaten <laughs> or if or if the uh or if cart carp girl shows up and and like fireball shots start happening and it's just have you ever, um, have you guys ever driven a cart into a lake? No, no. <laughs> no okay. No. Because your hat has been on a golfer 
who drove a cart into a lake. Uh, a good, really good segue. Yeah, yeah, that, right? <laughs> we were on a bachelor party, and I'll, I'll leave his name out, spare him, but a golfer who you guys know was wearing your hat. It was slick. It had been raining for like 48 hours straight. They let us play, but they said, you know, if you're on the cart paths, bald cart tires, you're going to slip. Like, you don't even have to go fast. You don't have to turn. You're going to slip. They went into a creek. Wearing your hat, so Hate comments. To see that. Hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, do you have to make a public statement as the as a company? Like yeah, we, we do not we endorse no liability yes. for for card injuries while wearing our hats. I guess, yeah. <laughs> do fun. you guys have a favorite uh, like betting game when you guys play? We're kind of vanilla with the betting between the two of us. We usually just play five to ten dollars a hole, just straight up. Uh, and but they they push or they roll over. So if we tie four holes, the fifth holes worth, you know, 50 or 60 bucks. And it usually just goes that we were pretty similar in our handicaps and our, and what we shoot. And mm-hmm. so we'll just straight up, we'll just, yeah, we'll just play, we just play Venmo play, hockey. Yeah. We play Venmo <laughs> hockey. I like that term. We, uh, but we just like, we'll play, we'll have the same score. It's like the sixth hole and somebody will hit it OB or top their drive. And then, you know, the next, that's how one guy ends up owing the other guy 20 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that. It's not too lucrative really i always feel like that, that i'm stuck in that when, when we're sitting on the first tee and people are like all right what game are we playing i'm always looking for new new games to play yeah and i should just like google it and then write down a bunch and have it handy but i always forget so i figured i'd ask you guys what do well, you after uh, four beers is tough too you know? <laughs> yeah what do you guys usually play um a variety of different games a lot of times it's just um like two two versus two and then and then like point for low man point for low team and yeah. you know a dollar a point or something like that or uh or we play a game um i think it's called three points where um you start like as partners and uh, same type of scoring and as soon as you go up th- by three then the bet's over that bet is one and then you switch so then it's like the drivers of the carts are Got a it. team and so the teams kind of switch so that that's a fun one um if you're looking for it yeah, and then Lone Wolf. Yeah. I like a lot too. And it works with a foursome or if you get stuck in a threesome too. Or a five some. Or five some. Yeah. It works. It works well. So those are some of our favorites. Uh what are some of your favorite courses around Kansas City? I know Nick, you said you're a brokerage guy, but do you get out to any of the public courses? Do you have any favorites uh around the city? Um I I like both Sycamore Ridge and Iron Horse for public courses. Uh, when I moved here from Iowa, those were two staples in my in my uh, golf touring around Kansas City. Um, I also like the National and Creekmore and Lock Lloyd. Those are those are awesome courses. Mm-hmm. I uh, I usually play in a couple like it's called Central Links now, but it used to be KCGA like one day stroke play events. Um, and I would just play at the courses that, you know, you can't get on at or you don't know members at. So that was, the, those were my, yeah. Uh, I grew up in Overland Park right in between the Sykes Lady or Lady Sykes and St. Andrews. So I grew up playing at those two. Playing in the OP tournament as a kid? Uh, no, I never played any of the tournaments, but just those were where I slid over when I didn't have anything to do on Sunday. Um, and then I like, uh, I like Sycamore Ridge. I play, we used to play Iron Horse a bunch, uh, but I belong at Wolf Creek. So I play there a lot. That's selfishly probably my favorite place to play. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but we we spent a lot of time on another podcast that we were on talking about how good all the public golf is in the city which is which is huge i mean if you can get out and you're within 10 or 15 minutes of a good public course that you can get on in most places of the city it's that's awesome Mm -hmm. yeah um so do you feel like um did you guys see it too i felt like you know this past year when when things shut down and it was like almost like golf was the only thing you could do did you feel like you guys were playing more golf and you think that helped like again you know kind of get this company off and running like because because of how much golf you were playing golf and online shopping yeah golf and online shopping that's what we are golf and online shopping. yeah uh definitely i mean more more people got into the game more i think more people were you know conscious of golf brands and i think a lot of people are you know looking at kind of the alternative brands compared to you know your big name like tour you know callaway titleist Mm -hmm. taylor made like you can only of course for clubs and balls and whatnot those are those are going to be those aren't going anywhere but you know travis matthew and swannies and you know lululemon peter millar kind of these other brands are coming in and and picking up a lot of market share so and to your point you made earlier, we went during COVID or over the last, you know, 12, 16 months, we, everything is so much more casual. So mm-hmm. you woke up and you just put on your quarter zip and pair of shorts and yeah. your hat on backwards. And that, I mean, we wanted to be a part of that, that game. So that, I mean, we are, we are a COVID company, yeah. frankly. Yeah. So what's, what's, uh, what's next for you guys? You guys mentioned more apparel coming out. Um, are you looking to try to find some, some, local golfers who are on smaller tours to, to do some endorsement deals with, or, um, you know, this isn't your full-time job. You guys still keep your day jobs and this is still your side hustle, but, but what, what's, what's next for, for Stripe golf? I mean, give like giving us free hats. Um, that's the very next thing I think we <laughs> yes. want to accomplish. And then near term. <laughs> yeah. And then the, and then the onesie and then, you know, I had an idea for a hat where like, uh, a little eyepiece comes out of the bill, and then it turns into a rangefinder. So it's like, whoosh. sounds like an expensive hat. <laughs> well, I mean, just think yeah. about it. Prototypes. Yeah, we can do, they, that'd be like a Ronnie Dangerfield in in a Caddyshack, which is like tech on his hat, like a GPS locator on your hat, and then a little eyepiece, like a Dragon Ball Z eyepiece that came down, and it'd be like you know, 343 yards from the pen. <laughs> yeah. That'd yeah. be electric. Okay. So that's next. All right. So that's, <laughs> what's next for stripe golf. Yeah. Um, just coming out with new designs for sure. Uh, I think some of there's, we're kind of at a point right now where, where we need to, you know, come out with a fresh look. Um, so we're, we're working on developing different patches that will, will work with, the hats that we already make of course also coming out with new new kinds of hats like we talked about earlier visors um and then as far as more more long-term or more serious other than the actual goods or the products where we're we have a couple retail relationships with some people here in town some uh so you know we've tried to support local as they have supported us we're also in a handful of uh golf pro shops around town so we're trying to grow that network and get those people that have already ordered the hats or where we have hats in the pro shop to re-up um so we want to try to grow that a little bit because if you think about it that's that is truly the golf pro shop and retail and we're 
that those are the two spaces if you're trying to hit the lifestyle. Um, and then we would love to try to get our hats on as many people as we can playing golf in Kansas City on a mini tour or on any sort of any tour. Exposure is is the name of the game for us. However, that comes. We were driving around at the very last minute at like 1230 to get a hat to a guy who teed off at 130 in the Corn Ferry event a couple of weeks ago here in town at Blue Hills. And uh, that guy shot like 65 on Sunday and almost got in to get his card or something like that. So uh, we're, we're interested in doing some of that. We're just bootstrapping it as best we can, you know? Awesome. And then, yeah, now you're on a podcast talking about the hat yep. too. So that's big time. Uh, so now people are probably going to be very interested to go out, buy your hats. Um, where can they find you like online to buy hats? And, and then are you guys on social media too, where they can find you on there as well? Yeah, we're, per- we're very active on Instagram at Stripe Golf Co is our handle. And then, um, www.stripegolfco.com is our website. Um, currently we are, we have hats and t-shirts for sale, uh, on the website and hope to continue to come out with new stuff, new designs and, and keep bringing out stuff that people like moving forward. Awesome. All right, Nick Ross, thanks so much for joining us guys. That was a ton of fun. Uh, and, um, we're going to be doing a giveaway with you guys. Yep. What did we say? We said, um, I think before the British Open, the Open, yeah, you guys get some do. people, get some people some gear then. Yeah. Um. So keep an eye out on social. We'll be partnering with these guys for a giveaway here in the near future. Uh. And yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks yeah, for having thanks us. For having us. Sure. It was fun. All right. Thanks to Ross and Nick for joining us uh, this week. A lot of fun. Uh, excited for the U.S. Open. And uh, guess what, folks? Giveaway time with the guys from Stripe Golf. So. Uh, we've got a hat to give away. Uh, they're pretty sweet. Uh, they're awesome. Great, great material. I've got their uh, kind of, I would call it the dad hat, but it's more of a moisture wicking. Man, how, how many times have we said that word? Uh, material. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Great for golf. Great for running, working out. Uh, so I, I would recommend it. Your striped golf hat looks like a great pool hat. And it's a fantastic hat. pool hat. And I wore it golfing lake on hat. Thursday. Yeah. Boom. I'm, I'm going to wear it at the lake, uh, golfing. At the pool, it's got it's so light. It's uh, what's the brand of the hat? Like the hat itself, you know. Obviously, they don't manufacture the hat, mm-hmm. but the 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 hat that they use, and then they put their logo on it and sell. Um, it's an awesome hat. Like it's such a such a good quality hat. So, um, yeah, it's it's perfect for the summer. Awesome. All right. So thanks again uh, for those guys for partnering up for us for a giveaway. So stay tuned on social media. Uh, tag a friend and get a chance to win a sweet hat for the summer. All right. Uh, next up, Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Hey, look, there's KC. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Migos came out with a new album. Ever heard of him? Uh, ever heard of him? I think it's their third album now. Is that right? I believe. That's right. I'm a huge. Um, I mean, like I'm a Migos like chronological chronologicer. Yeah. Like I know you name every a Migos song off the top of your head. Uh, burp, chirp, uh, uh, I would would recognize, there you go. I would recognize Amigo song if I heard it because they have a a pretty unique style. Um, I I think they're Atlanta. Yeah. So yeah. When you're looking for Migos, um, or like just information, I'm your go-to guy. Okay. So, uh, be our go-to guy. Migos new album coming out. Uh, and a new song on there just called 
Mahomes. Just called Mahomes. Um, I, <laughs> this is me, hand up. I haven't listened to it yet. Damn it, I, Danny, I, I was counting on you to listen to this. <laughs> I really was counting on you to listen to I this. Was, I was like, okay, I was as I was getting ready to the prepping for this episode, I was like, all right, I'll just listen to the Migos song when mm-hmm. I'm in the car, or I'll just listen to it right before. Um, and then as soon as we got to this segment, I forgot that I hadn't listened to it yet. So is it fire? Either. How about... I don't know. I haven't listened to it either. I have not. I was really counting on you. My phone is currently dead, so I don't know if you have your phone there on Spotify. If you want to maybe play a little sample and and let's just let's hear how it starts off. Let's at least okay. Let me let me get a little sample going. Like Hold 10 on. Ten seconds, because now Mahomes is. I mean, he he's been in rap songs now. If you don't have the Patrick Mahomes song, I'm going deep. about him. Uh, when he was at Texas Tech, it's a must listen. It's fantastic. Uh, but now, you know, he's at he's that level of superstar where he's going to be in a lot of songs, a lot of rap songs, and I'm here for it. Um, it's going to be awesome. Um, let me see. Well, first of all, I'm pretty pissed because it's not until the 16th track that the Mahomes song appears. Could have easily made it 15, Migos, uh, his number, but he should just yeah. be number one. Uh, so here it is. Ooh, I like the start. It's like a little steel guitar or something. I, I'm digging this. Who did he spell that shit? S U C C E S S. Heaven success. Heaven success. Yes. All right. Love it, dude. It's good. Um, it's got it's got a line in there. Poncho the Chief had to send it to Mahomes. Franchise tag, everybody want a loan, Mahomes. Mm, I like that. I would take a loan yeah. from Mahomes. Uh, again, we wouldn't pay it back because we would declare bankruptcy and then right. just move move that debt around. But, yeah, I would take a, I would take a loan from Mahomes. Uh-huh. So, yeah, uh, Mahomes is just uh, – he's that guy now. He's going to be in rap songs. He's 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 he's, he's Mahomes. But, it, you know, it's just another, it's just another track for um, – for Joe Clubba's uh, tailgate mix um, mm-hmm. on his yeah, Zoom. Yeah, it's going to be on there, no doubt. So so if you haven't heard this before, our tailgate godfather, uh, Joe, he um, is in charge of the tailgate. He's the godfather of the tailgate. Um, w- he legit has a, a, a 12-year-old Zoom that he downloads a new playlist to and updates every week. Um, and he downloads it to to it because it's a Zoom made in in two thousand nine, yeah. and um, it's been run over before. It's fallen off uh, off the car. Um, it survived every home tailgate, and that's what our, our tailgate playlist is on. So, um, shout out to that Zoom because it's indestructible and it's a sick playlist. So, yeah, add it good. to it. Can't wait to add that to it, and can't wait to have all, all the so- rap songs that are gonna have Mahomes in it from here going forward is going to be awesome. All right. Uh, let's, let's talk, uh, Mahomes a little bit more. You can never talk enough. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we finally got to see the face of our, our sweet princess, little, little baby stir, stir Mahomes has finally said hello to the world and what a cute, beautiful little baby she is. Uh, her, it looks like her, uh, Brittany and Pat, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, had made a, made a post. They did a little photo shoot. So that's why it's our Brittany Lynn post of the week this week. Uh, reaction thoughts? Um, so Pat, um, he he just I love him to death, and he is a generational talent. Um, 
He's such a dork, man. He has the dorkiest <laughs> smile. On, yeah, and I can say yeah. that because I love him. But he's just got, when he's like doing family photos and stuff and like doing that, he's got the dorkiest dad smile and, and uh, face. And it's just, it's endearing. Uh, you know, it hits me in the feels. At Kevin, 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 mm-hmm. as a father. There you go. As a father. That. As a father, I can appreciate um, that face, that dorky proud uh just totally in love with the, with your baby uh face so you wouldn't know kevin okay mm-hmm. so you you wouldn't would you wouldn't not. quite get I'm it i'm a dog dad i'm a dog yeah dad. so you wouldn't even know like the kind of the kind of feeling and what patrick mahomes is feeling but as a father i can mm-hmm. relate to him me and yeah. me and pat mahomes have a lot more in common than you and patrick mahomes do kevin so uh, just just uh, get i, I just played be... quarterback in high school so mm, well come at me come i at me. i could have i've got two torn rotator cuffs so i mean <laughs> Come at me. Uh, but, yes, it was great to see a little stir. Uh, beautiful, beautiful little baby. So thanks uh, to Brittany Lynn, Post of the Week, for keeping us posted. Um, all right. Let's talk a little personal pine tar this week. Um, I, I, I'll go first here with this one. Uh, so I was, I'm was i here in Denver recording this. Uh, that's where the wedding was this weekend. I uh, got to play some Denver golf at altitude, right? So, I mean – to say I was bombing it would be an understatement. I mean, consistently over 300-yard drives. I was bombing wow. it. Congrats. Bombing it. Feeling great uh, about my game out there. Um, bombing it, hitting deep. And all of that was great. But now I just know I'm coming back to Kansas City, playing golf Adams Point on Friday. I'm going to be a little short, chubby big boy again. Yep. On, uh, on on Friday. I'm going to be hitting 260, 270 Whoa, off the tee. Sheesh, I didn't lucky. know you were 260 off the tee. Sheesh. Okay. Yeah, probably 250. Probably 250 okay. if I'm being honest with myself. If I really get into one, maybe 260 if it's downhill and yeah, uh, the fairway's dry. And the fairway's dry. But, uh, <laughs> and so uh, I'll just be that guy on the course uh, on Friday who said, oh, last week I was, I, this never happens. Last week I was hitting 300 every time. <laughs> every and, time. Uh, what so, is wrong with me today? Yeah, I'm gonna be. Then I'll be like, ah, I'll, I'll be in stuff. will be like, oh, last week when I was playing at altitude, I, I might have to take a little bit more off this shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here now, if I if I mess up an approach shot, be like, ah, the Denver golf threw me off. I usually hit that shot perfect. My every time. my yardages are all so off. My yardages are all off. So now this I've heavy got, air, just blame it on the heavy air. Excuse all built in already. I'm gonna be annoying to play with. Be name dropping Denver all the time. Uh, so I think that's the opposite of that. a personal pine tar, Kev. Uh, yeah. I love having a good excuse. You know, yeah, I've got that, a new that part is nice. I put a new grip on, on all my wedges, new grips. I regripped my wedges and my driver this week. So it's going to throw I the mean, weight off. Yeah. That's going to, I've, I mean, if I shoot in the, in the nineties, I've already got an excuse right there. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. Uh, my yeah. personal pine tar this week is definitely, um, I'm, I, I'm like starting to, like start to tweak, starting to tweak a little bit, starting to lose my mind a little bit with the Bally Sports app and seeing the same commercials over and over again. And Bally Sports, uh, the Bally Sports app and the streaming service, like I don't know if they actually have anyone who's in charge of the commercials. Um, they may just have like, uh, like if it would be like if I were in charge of the commercials and how I did it was just like put these videos into a PowerPoint slide and then just like clicked right. Uh, like for the next commercial to, to roll because 
commercials just come out of nowhere. Like uh, they go to a commercial break and you're right in the middle of a commercial uh, or the commercials will play back to back. It'll be the same commercial back to back. Um, or they'll just like cut out in the middle of a commercial. It'll just, it'll just go to the, go to the start. The game will start it'll, right yeah, in the middle of the commercial. And I don't know who is watching the tennis channel, but I get advertised for the tennis channel nonstop. And well, I get advertised for this, minor league uh wrestling minor league wrestling match with just one guy apparently there's only one guy in the league of the minor league wrestling like professional wrestling um but there's only one there's only one superstar it appears so um i'm just you know i'm about to lose it i'm i'm starting to tweak um i'm getting close hey, going over the top you, do uh do you want to get more with stir do you, <laughs> yeah. you want to get more with stir what there's am i getting more of there's one thing I know is that I will never, ever, ever need Stir TV. That is I just will a never. fact. I will never, yep. ever need it. And the amount of money they are wasting with that freaking commercial so that people can watch more Judge Judy and Steve Harvey and yeah, the Steve Harvey. show. Like, yep. who is on Stir? Who is like, yes. That's what I need. I need more yeah. shitty daytime TV in my life. Yep. You need well, you can get more with that, Stir. So uh yeah, God, Valley Sports, stir, I'm about to lose it. I'm close. Stir, you're the worst. I will make sure I never ever use your product. Ever. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the commercial? Yeah, and I'm stir, not getting the tennis right? channel either, so quit advertising it to me. So quit asking. Quit um, <laughs> yeah. Nick Saban. Uh all right. Uh that's our personal pine tar this week. How about we talk uh, a little mixed plate? And uh, this week, like we said at the beginning of the episode, we're talking wedding. So we have the mixed plate of being a good wedding guest and yeah, yeah. wedding tips. Wedding tips, wedding guests, how to, how, to, how to just kill it, how to crush it at a wedding. Yeah, I think we're episode 111, 111. So I believe the um, – you're up to Uh-oh. Internet losing connection yeah. right at the end here. That's right. It's funny because I can still hear you. So and we're recording the audio on something else. So, but here we go. You okay. have the floor. Are, am I starting? I'll start. <laughs> go now. Go. I'm going. All right. Here's here's my meet number one of uh, tips how to be a good wedding guest. Uh, t- uh, meet number one. Always be dancing and come up with a signature dance move. So. The, the worst thing at a wedding that can happen is when no one's on the dance floor or the dance floor is light or the dance floor needs more people. Just be the guy. Just always be on the dance floor. Just stay consistent. Maybe take a water break every once in a while. Be on the dance floor, and it's clutch if you come up with a signature dance move because then when maybe it gets a little awkward or the dance floor starts to lighten up and maybe people back away, you just do your signature move, and then – and then you just keep it going. So you never have to feel like you don't know what you're doing. So my signature dance move, I have a couple. One, I balance my drink on top of my head. It's awesome. It's hilarious. People love it. And two, you put a beer bottle on the on the dance floor. And then you kind of do this like shimmy dance around it. And and uh, you get as close as you can to the beer bottle without, without touching it. Uh, it's a great move. And uh, yeah, just be on the dance floor. Be on the dance yeah. floor. That was on my list too. That's good. Uh, my signature dance move. It's just it's just hips and elbows. That's it. I'm, I'm yeah. there at all times. I'm there at all times. 
hips and elbows. Uh, I can two-step a little bit too, so I've got that going for me. I can do a little swing dancing, so I've got those moves. Yeah. Uh, I was told I was a good dancer at the wedding on Sunday. Oh, false confidence. Literally the first time in my life I've ever been told that by my fiance's Aunt Kathy. She said that, and she was like, you need to teach my sons how to dance. And I was like, my God. Elbows and hips, baby. Elbows and hips. Our, our cousin Alex, he taught me how to dance before our, our first dance freshman year of um, high school. And we, we learned, he, he taught me how to dance. And yeah. I still use that dance move. Yep. Uh, so love it. Get a good one, stick with it. Uh, I like the signature moves too. All right. Uh, my uh, meet number one here for, for wedding tips. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, this is a classy move, a really good touch if you're a guest at a wedding. Find the father of the bride and thank him. Go have a nice little convo with the father of the bride. Thank him. Uh, even, you know, crack a joke, offer to buy him a drink. Uh, nice. You know, if you find him in the bar. Uh, anything you can do to just kind of schmooze that father of the bride a little bit, I guarantee you, uh, you'll, you'll be on his good list. You'll be like, wow, that guy, I'm so glad he came to the wedding. Even though yep. I don't know who he is or why he's here, but wow, I'm glad yep. we called that guy. Yep. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's kind of along with one of mine I had. I won't use it, but it's just like introduce yourself to everyone and just like go up and avoid the if maybe it's someone you kind of know, just assume they don't know you and just lead with, hey, Danny Ritz, you know, we ball and then be like, oh, yeah. Uh, so just always introduce yourself. Um, the father of the bride, a funny story there. Um, I remember one time we were at a wedding and Ben, uh, my friend Titties. Um, he was invited to the wedding. It was our very first wedding post-college. It was our first mm-hmm. friend to get married. And the, the father of the groom was there. And um, he was like, hey, how do you guys know uh, my son? And I was like, oh, I know him from high school and a little uh, post-college. And, and Titty said, uh, oh, I know him from tailgating. So that was, <laughs> that was, that was how he knew. Yeah, um, that's good. I, uh, once, uh, I, I once convinced the father of the bride. He told me a joke when we were in line for a drink. As yeah, I was introducing myself. I convinced him to tell that joke on the microphone in front of the whole wedding party. Saved the wedding. You saved he got the wedding. Nervous. He didn't tell it as good, so it wasn't, okay. didn't land as hard as when he told me. Mm. And uh, did he blame now, you for that? So. Then did he? Was he like, "Man, Kev, I told your joke, and it made it, yeah, it, it wasn't my joke. It was his joke. It was a good joke." Uh, but yeah, uh, okay, the, the flopped on the delivery either. So don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, my meet number two, my actual meet number two, um, is, um, never be the drunkest person at the wedding. Uh, and this leaves a lot of room for you because you can be the second drunkest person at the wedding. You can be the third drunkest person at the wedding. Hell, you can even be the fourth drunkest person at the wedding, but just don't be the drunkest person at the wedding. It will, um, save you a lot of embarrassment. It's like, it's like that phrase, like you don't have to be faster than the lion. You just have to be faster than your friend, um, and your friend gets eaten by the lion or bear or whatever. Um, just, just don't be the drunkest person at the wedding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's a good one because then now the stories aren't about you. The stories are always about the drunkest person at the wedding. That's the number one. Third, don't be that. Uh, that's a good good advice there. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, my uh, meet number two here. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Um, uh, ooh, this is tough. That that one's too early. Let's go with um, it. Be the photographer's friend. Damn Make it. friends with the photographer <laughs> because uh, that's how you're gonna end up 
in, in, in some some pictures. Like, oh yeah. You see the photographer, like just 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 say hello. And then the next time you see him, maybe you're standing next to a buddy you haven't seen in a while. You say, Hey, yeah. grab our grab our picture. Grab a picture real quick. We'll take we'll take your picture. Um, you know, if they know you and you've introduced yourself to them, they're probably gonna take pictures of you dancing. And that could end up as a sweet picture. Uh also. So uh introduce, be be friends with the photographer. Uh you'll you'll get more pictures taken of you. Yeah. The best is when like you're a date to the wedding. So like you're not, you know, you're just the plus one and you've done that. And then, and then the wedding couple who doesn't really know you all that well is going through their wedding pictures. And it's just like all pictures of the of Danny you. Rich show. Yeah. And there's a couple of weddings where that's been the case. Uh, that won't shock any of you. Um, my side number one, um, here's a good tip. Tip the bartender once. So I used to be the guy who would, who would go and, and I would uh, get a bunch of, ones and so i could tip the bartender every time i went up there for a drink but the key is just go to the same bartender and drop a 10 or a 20 in there just your first drink make sure they see it and just be it you can even say something kind of folksy like hey i'm just gonna tip you once for the whole night and then make sure they see the little 20 dollar bill going in that tip jar uh, and then you just and then they'll take care of you they'll they'll make sure you're taking and then you won't even have to say what your drink order is. So you can just, they'll, you'll just pop them and be like, hey, I'll take another one. And they'll be like, oh, vodka soda, two limes. You got it. You got it. Uh, that's a good That's a good tip. Yeah, and then you don't have to worry about getting ones or singles or anything like that. Tip them once, be done with it, move on. Uh, all right, side number one here for me. Uh, this one's, you know, it's kind of lame, but I'm going to say it anyways. Uh, be on time. Come on now, people. Be on time to the wedding. Be on time to the reception. Don't be the person, you know, like walking in and you open the church door and it's like the 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 father of the bride and the bride having a nice moment and you're late walking in, interrupting that moment. So get yep. there early. Smart. Get there on time. So then you don't have to do the awkward, like, should I wait for the bridal party to process in at this point now? Or do I process now you're like processing in with the bridal party? It's not a great worst. Look. Be on time to that. Bad luck. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, my side number two here. Um, I'm going to go with take charge of um, in between the uh, ceremony and the reception. So everyone there is waiting for someone to just be like, "This is the bar we should go to. Uh, we're we're going to go to we're going to go to um, Boulevard Beer Hall in between, or we're going to go to no other pub in between, or we're going to go to Up Down in between. Just lead the charge. Say a place." Because the worst thing, especially in a summer wedding, is when the ceremony's over, you're outside the church, you're all standing there, you're sweating your your brain out, and no one can decide where to go in between. And you're all just like, oh, should we go here? Is it big enough? Someone just say, boom, this is where we're going. Everyone will follow. Just put it out there. Yeah, take charge. Make a plan. Stick with it. Uh, yeah, and find something fun to do in between. Those are some good places you listed. No other pub, beer hall, up, down. Uh, any other any other spots come to mind? Um, Brooksider always a good spot during the day. You can definitely yeah. get some big uh, big um, tables there. Falloon is also a good spot, easy to to, to navigate with a big group too. Johnny Cause, if, Johnny you know, Cause and Waldo social had some good now. times there. Yep. Social in Waldo now too. So all right, let me wrap this thing up. Uh, side number two here. Uh, I'm going with. Um, Let's go with uh, clap and laugh at the right times. 
help the speeches out. Help the speeches out. Give clap at the appropriate time. If there's an awkward pause and, and maybe someone was looking for a laugh or a clap, don't be afraid to get the laugh or, or, or clap started. Uh, it, it helps with the awkwardness. Maybe someone's bombing a little bit and, and maybe you just need to, to clap. Maybe you need to, to, to start a laugh, something like okay. that. So do that at the appropriate times. Help out those speech givers, uh, I, I think, is is clutch. I, I always love yep, starting a, good, a clap, Give a good too. laugh. If you can start a clap at the right time and it catches, it's a great feeling. It's a great yeah, feeling. Yeah, no doubt. I, d- I didn't hear the first, like, 30 seconds of what you said because I was breaking up, so I just had to kind of guess, and all I heard was, you know, get the clap. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, that's weird. Um, I left off. Um, so this is my move. Um, it's a little secret. So if I see a bunch of people doing it this weekend, I might regret it. But drink tequila soda with a lime. Uh, that's my go-to wedding drink because um, it's never going to run out because most people don't drink tequila sodas. And um, and so sometimes like vodka will run out because everyone drinks vodka sodas. Um, but drink tequila sodas with a lime. And it's I'm immune. I, I can't get hung over from tequila soda. So mm-hmm. that's useful. That's useful. Yeah, we'll put that to the test. Uh, also, I had... Uh, the, the bride and groom have paid thousands of dollars for a professional photographer and videographer. You do not need your phone out in church or at the ceremony, snapping pictures, taking videos. Again, the bride and groom have invested lots of money in these professionals. You're not a professional. Let's put our phones away. Looking Smart. at you, baby. Looking at you, baby boomers. That's right. Yeah, that's you right. Being three, 30 pews deep. Zooming in on your Android or iPhone, no matter how great those cameras are, it ain't no one's looking at that picture. So no one, let's no keep one. Our phones away during the ceremony. Yeah. Also, I have um, wear a tie, folks. Go ahead, wear a tie. No excuse not to. Again, mm-hmm. it's a nice, nice ceremony. No, it's going to be hot. Put on a tie. Class it up a little bit. Yeah, you can always ties always can come off. You can't put one on. Uh, uh, tell the bride she looks beautiful. Yeah, that's another that's pro a good move. One. That's a good pro move. Uh, and then let's see. Yeah, it's kind of covered uh, with, uh, you know, being good in between, but like offer to like lift and move things if something's in the wrong oh, spot yeah. or something like that's that. That's a clutch move. You know, uh, maybe a cooler needs to be lifted or moved uh-huh. or something like that. Especially Jump if you're a help. dude. Jump in and help. If you're a dude plus one, if you're a guy plus one, like, and you're on the party bus. And you you're you're just the plus one, and you're on the party mm-hmm. bus because your your uh, significant other is is in the wedding. You are in charge of all the cleanup, of all the uh, of all the coolers coming on and off. If you're a dude plus one, take charge of the bus cooler situation. If we run out of beer, guess what? I'm at, you're you're running into the quick trip to get some more, bud. So uh, take yeah. charge of the bus cooler situation. If you're a dude who's a plus one. Yep. Good call. All right. Everybody, you're now ready. Oh, Kevin, for we need people season. to vote for the. We need people to vote for the. Ah, uh, yes, go vote. Best local pod. Just a couple of days left. It closes on June 17th. So get out there and vote for us. Maybe uh, do a. Things. Maybe before the uh, intro song, do a little. Hey, go vote for us, real hey, quick. Hey, hey, okay, good idea, good idea. Um, all right. So thanks for listening this week. Uh, again, thanks to the guys from Stripe. Uh, stay tuned for a giveaway on social. Stay tuned for some announcements to vote for us. Kansas City Magazine trying to three-peat. Uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, we will see you around Kansas City.